Bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program. China's foreign trade grows 9.5% year-on-year in January to October, and an implementation plan for private pensions was unveiled. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's foreign trade rose 9.5% year-on-year in the first 10 months of the year, maintaining steady operation characterized by close regional cooperation and an increasingly diversified international market layout, according to Monday's customs data. During this period, China's import and export totaled 34.62 trillion yuan, up 9.5% on a yearly basis, according to data released by the General Administration of Customs. The country's export grew by 13% year-on-year to 19.71 trillion yuan, while import went up by 5.2% year-on-year to 14.91 trillion yuan, according to the GAC. In October alone, China's export grew 7% year-on-year, slower than the reading of 10.7% seen in September. As a sign of continuous rebound in domestic demand, the country's import jumped 6.8% year-on-year, quickening from the 5.2% year-on-year growth of the previous month. It's worth noting that China has maintained close economic cooperation with regional partners and the country's diversified international layout has been increasingly optimized. Trade with Belt and Road Initiative economies jumped 20.9% between January and October, while trade with the other 14 members of the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership rose by 8 0.4% year-on-year. ASEAN has been China's largest trading partner in the first 10 months, with the two sides trade hitting 5.26 trillion yuan, up 15.8% year-on-year. In China's trade with the EU, its second largest trade partner grew 8.2% year-on-year, while that with the US went up 6.8% year-on-year to reach 4.21 trillion yuan, according to the GAC. Another outstanding characteristic of China's trade sector during the period is the sound performance of private companies, underlying the vitality of the country's private economy. According to the GAC, the import and export of the country's private sector stood at 17.44 trillion yuan, up 14.4% year-on-year in the first 10 months. Five Chinese government departments on Friday wrote out a detailed implementation plan for private pensions, following the release of a guideline on pushing forward the development of private pensions to complement the nation's current pension system in April. It specifies the participation process, capital account management, the management of institutions and products, information disclosure and supervision. Individuals can now make voluntary annual deposits of up to 12,000 yuan into the pension account, and the funds can be used to purchase financial products that are of relatively low risk and have long-term investment horizons. Workers who currently contribute to China's basic pension insurance scheme can participate in the private pension scheme. Petroleum giants Royal Dutch and German chemical titan BASF will partner with China's largest petrochemical firm and steel company to build a 10 million ton carbon dioxide recycling project to help achieve China's carbon emission reduction goals. Royal Dutch, BASF, Sinopec and Baowu Steel Group signed a memorandum of understanding in Shanghai on Friday to build a project to capture, use and store carbon dioxide in East China. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future. Hong Kong Secretary for Financial Services and the Treasury Ho Ding Yu said Monday that 
Hong Kong will strive to open an IMB stock trading counter for Hong Kong-listed issuers in the second quarter of next year. The relevant legislative amendment will be submitted to the Legislative Council within this year. Hoset HKEX is preparing to introduce a dual currency stock market maker mechanism, while the SDR government will exempt the market maker from stamp duty on certain transactions to increase the number of renminbi denominated stocks in circulation. Next on industry and company news. China's digital economy had reached 45.5 trillion yuan in value by 2021, accounting for 39.8% of its GDP, and becomes a major growth engine for the country, according to a white paper published by China's State Council Information Office on Monday. The white paper introduced China's vision of internet development and governance in the new era and its actions, including using digital technologies to facilitate the development of education, medical service, agriculture, and poverty alleviation regulating e-commerce platforms to push for fair competition, as well as strengthening cybersecurity and privacy protection. China will actively participate in global intellectual property governance and speed up cooperation with other economies in the field so as to jointly promote a higher level of IPR protection, said the State Administration for Market Regulation on Saturday. In the first three quarters of the year, a total of 29,800 cases of trademark infringement and patent counterfeiting were investigated and dealt with, according to a session at the 5th CIIE. State-backed plane purchaser China Aviation Supplies Holding will purchase 140 airplanes from Airbus for around 17 billion US dollars. China Aviation Supplies announced to buy 132 A320 planes and 8 A350 aircraft on its official website on Friday, citing the batch purchase agreement the pair signed in Beijing during German Chancellor Olaf Scholz's visit to China the same day. Customers will experience a longer wait time for Apple's newly released iPhone 14 Pro and iPhone Pro Max smartphones this year, as the U.S. tech giant said on its website yesterday that it expects 3 million less in iPhone 14 Pro and iPhone 14 Pro Max shipments than previously anticipated, mainly due to weaker demand. This comes as Apple's primary iPhone 14 assembly facility is currently operating at significantly reduced capacity due to a COVID flare-up. China's largest gold producer, Zijing Mining Group, plans to buy a 20% stake in its peer, Zhaojing Mining Industry, for about 4.4 billion Hong Kong dollars. Zijing Mining will acquire 654 million shares in Zhaojing Mining for 6.72 Hong Kong dollar apiece and become its second largest shareholder, Zijing announced yesterday. Switching gears to financial news. China's securities regulator pledged to further push institutional opening up of the capital markets with efforts to lure more international financial institutions and talents to the Chinese capital market while facilitating overseas listings of Chinese companies, said Fang Xinghai, vice chairman of the China Securities Regulatory Commission on Saturday at the 5th Hongqiao International Economic Forum. Fang said that regulators will improve market connectivity programs such as global depository receipts and Chinese depository receipts issuance, adding that the CSRC will include more companies listed in the mainland in the Stock Connect, which connects the Hong Kong, Shanghai and Shenzhen stock exchanges. 
China's foreign exchange reserve rose unexpectedly in October. Data from State Administration of Foreign Exchange showed on Monday as the dollar fell against other major currencies. The country's forex reserve rose 23.47 billion US dollars to 3.052 trillion US dollars last month. China saw its current account surplus rise in the first three quarters to the highest on record, while direct investment booked net inflows, according to the SAFE on Friday. In the first three quarters of the year, the country's current account surplus hit 310.4 billion US dollars, an increase of 56% from the year before and the highest on record for the period. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks closed higher on Monday with a benchmark Shanghai Composite up 0.23% and the Shenzhen component added 0.18% as gains in tech and property shares boosted confidence. In Hong Kong, the Hang Seng Index rose 2.7% on last week's strong rallies, while the gauge of Chinese tech stocks in Hong Kong also jumped 4.1%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.